Hello? I swear, that's how any white person over the age of 60 answers the phone. It's episode three, cousins, episode trace, episode trois in French. I just Googled it and I was going to say tuos because it's spelled T-R-O-I-S. Yes, but that's how you say it, trois. So we are in episode three and I'm so happy because it's like a double feature this week because I wanted to catch up with everything and I got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. So as a child, I never played Monopoly because that game just looked annoying to me. It just looked like too much was going on and it looked extremely difficult. So my sister got Monopoly for her Nintendo Switch and she forced me against my will to play this game. And my thoughts about it is that, you know, Monopoly, I think can only be fun if you're on drugs, like hardcore drugs. Like how is this a child's game? It's absolutely painstaking. Painstaking. I'd rather have, like, not adults, but I guess children punch me for, like, an hour instead of instead of playing that game. Nobody ever wins. We played for two days, and I still don't know what's going on. I still have no clue what's going on. I thought I was doing a good thing by, by buying all these little properties. And then my sister has, like, little greenhouses everywhere, so she's, like, destroying me and taking all my money. And I thought, like, the fucking hot dog stand would save me. And it did nothing. I ended up having to sell it. And like I said, we played for two days. Two days. And I ended up selling all my property. And I went bankrupt. And my sister, like, owned me. She owned me. And honestly, like, I just wanted to be in jail the whole time. So I didn't have to think about anything. Like, how is that... It doesn't make me happy. That game just makes me sad. And then speaking of sad, my sister was talking about... Well, I was... I brought her up. I don't know if you'd... Wow, that was the sprayer in my house and now the bird. So what I was saying is that if you know me, you know one of my inspirations in life my aspiration in life that's from pretty hurts by beyonce i say that all the time and people never understand why i say it like that or why i do that and that's why i do that so whenever i say aspiration i have to say it how she says it in pretty hurts so back to what i was saying is that miss juicy is one of my inspirations in life because she sings this song Oh, and to finish the thing I was singing, what I was talking about with Beyonce, she says, my aspiration in life is to be happy. And that always resonates with me. I literally cry when I watch that video. And I used to watch it over and over again, and then I used to cry all the time. So back to who Miss Juicy is. Miss Juicy was on Little Women Atlanta. I never watched the show. I love all of those Lifetime and TLC shows, and I've never seen that one. But she became, like, internet famous. Or maybe just famous to me, but I I adore that woman. 
First, the video is absolutely iconic. It's um, it's called I Don't Want to Feel My Legs by Miss Juicy. And first of all, the MC is like, are you ready? And she's like, I don't think so. And then she goes into the song and I'm just going to like sing my favorite part. Because if you want to watch the video, it's, it's amazing. Like, she makes me smile. She makes me happy. I love Miss Juicy. Like, I take a bullet for Miss Juicy. And once again, Miss Juicy Baby, I take, like, many bullets for her. And I just want to be her friend. Like, I legit love Miss Juicy. I hope one day she knows that I want to be her friend. And then we become friends and we become the best of friends. Because me and Miss Juicy would be, like, the dream team you never knew you wanted. Or never wanted, but happened. So... My absolute favorite part that I listen to when I'm down, I'll just put it on my phone, slap in my earbuds, and go to the part where she's like, I don't want to feel my legs. Like, that woman is a sweet baby angel. She's actually a cherub. Not even in disguise. If you don't realize that Miss, Miss Juicy Baby is not an angel on this planet, you're you're missing out. So, but what I was saying, what I wanted to talk about was that my sister during Monopoly was like, oh, you know, she's dead, right? And I was like, no, she's not. No, she's not dead. I was like really defensive because I didn't, I didn't think she died. And then more playing Monopoly, I was already really sad because Monopoly is an awful game. So I was already really upset. And then she told me she thinks Miss Juicy's dead. And I was like, no, no, she can't be. She can't be. And then I was tearing a little bit because... The thought of her being dead and me not even even knowing about it was awful. So I googled it and then I could breathe easy again because she's alive. But it was the most harrowing three minutes of my life that I didn't know if she was alive or not. Thank God. Because what would the world do without Miss Juicy Baby? Love that woman. I would have like literally ran into my room and just cried for hours if that would have happened. To be honest with you, I'm not even lying. And then my sister said, I'm sorry, I got confused with somebody else. How do you get anybody confused with Miss Juicy Baby? So after Monopoly, we were looking for something to watch. And then we came across this Scientology show with Leah Remini, which we used to watch a few years ago. But we watched it when it first came out. And I remember me and my sister would watch it nonstop. And my dad would be like, can you turn that shit off? Not not because he didn't like it, but because we would watch it all the time. Literally, anytime the TV was on, we were watching Leah Remini, The Scientology Story, something like that. And me and my sister were looking for something to watch, and then we came across it. And then we found out there's three seasons. It just ended last year. So we have like 30 episodes to watch. And we went from Monopoly to the next Opoly of Scientology doesn't have a p in it but that's fine you get you get what i'm trying to say here so we were watching that and you know how miss juicy is one of my inspirations miss juicy baby she's one of my inspirations leah remini is another one of my inspirations because she is just like gung-ho she is going to make a difference save people's lives that are in scientology and she she is so confident and doesn't give a shit she's gonna go out there and she's gonna do what's right and she doesn't care what anybody has to say about it and I really respect that woman she goes out there and she had nothing to gain from doing the show 
Like, she already has an established career. You know, if anything, it could hurt her personally because the Scientologist people, it's a cult and they don't play any games. Like, I know, and I'm telling you, in their facilities, they must have photos of her everywhere, like, wanted, reward. They definitely have, like, a, a bounty on that woman, I'm telling you, because she is just exposing them. She is exposing them. And she she's like, they were driving around, and it was like a chase, because there were, like, a whole bunch of people, like, following her, because Scientolo the Scientologists had PIs on her, and they were following her. And she was like, why you, why you have your phone out? Why you have your phone out? Put your phone down. I'm going to call the police. I'm going to call the police. And uh, they found out that these people work for, like, uh, their private investigating companies. I don't know what, what they actually work for. But, and uh, she, I love, like, during the, they have, like, the B-roll of her talking, the, like, interview shots. And she's like, she wears like glasses and she puts them all the way down to her nose and she's reading off a paper and she's like wow Scientology is saying that I'm a I'm a crazy person and that I did this and I did that I didn't do none of it but all I know is that if I could make one person I could save one person in Scientology I will because it's bullshit but back to what I was saying with the PIs, they were, like, one one guy was, they were following her and they kept seeing the same SUV as they were driving around. And the SUV was, like, in a, like, a parking lot. And she was like, go ahead, go ahead. And, like, push, like moving her arm forward for this guy to come out of the parking lot because she knew that they were following them. And he kept putting his arm out, like, no, you go, no, you go, no, you go. And she was like, no, you go, no, you go, no, you go, no, you go. And then he ended up not going. Then they just drove into the parking lot. And this guy literally like parked his car. And they were like, he was, he was walking around with his friggin' binder in his hand. Like, yeah, you don't look like a PI with that binder in hand, with, with, with that leather portfolio. Come on, come on. And then they, they busted him. They went up to him. And then there's like a British guy that's with her. Some other guy that was used to be a part of Scientology and then went yeet and he left. And he went up to the PI and he was like, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Now, that, that's definitely not... Is that British? I don't know. Uh, well, he was like, you know, why are you stalking us? Why are you stalking us? We, you, you can't do that. You can't be stalking us. We didn't do nothing. Who, who you work for? Who you work for? That's like a Scottish accent. I can usually do a really good British accent, but apparently not today. See, that's like, I could do like, oh, I guess a woman's British accent, but then when it comes to like doing like a male British accent, I it becomes like Scottish or something. But yeah, that, that show, I highly recommend. 10 out of 10, Mary Grace Sopran recommends. Check it out. I'm like literally on the edge of my seat. Like nothing gets my heart beating faster than watching that show. So it's like my form of exercise lately. Remini saves lives, people. She saves lives. She's, uh, I have two heroes right now. Um, and it's Miss Juicy Baby and then Leah Remini. So, speaking of Scientology, also, if I show up dead because I said that this was a cult, no, that has something to do with them. So, I've actually had two encounters with Scientology. I remember a few years back, maybe five, four or five years, me and my friends went to the city 
and we usually we would go to the city and like hang out in central park and get food and we were walking around the like the broadway area and they have a headquarters there or i don't yeah they have they have one over there a church and or so it's called so then we were walking around and this guy came up to us and he was like hey guys um do you guys want to come to a free show that we're showing here at this address he wouldn't say it was scientology and then he was like here's tickets and we were like what is this for like my friends are like oh you know this this seems cool or whatever because it was free you know and when we we heard show we thought it was definitely like some kind of broadway show or off-broadway show and i looked at the pamphlet and it was scientology and i was like oh you work for scientology and he was like yeah and i was like oh no like i'm, I'm catholic like i'm, I'm good i'm not i don't want to like hear anything about this because i already knew about i already knew about them and then he was like oh but you know the show starts in five minutes so why don't you come with us you know like come with me it'll be a great time you and your friends i have seats saved for you already and we we're like no 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 that's okay he was like he was like oh but there's free food there's free food and i was like mm-hmm. but then i was like i have morals i can't do it. i have standards i cannot do it i cannot do it but i was i was i was already like starting to teeter over the edge with that free food stuff like if he would have pulled like a candy bar or something out of his pocket i think he would have enticed me but that was the first time that we ran into scientologists and then me and my friends also went to florida we went to florida one time and we did like disney um and we did like segways like the, we did a segway tour where it almost crashed well i did crash into my friend we were going down like a zigzag ramp and how's how segways work is that when you push when you move forward like you put your body forward it moves faster and if you pull it back it slows down and i went a little bit too far forward and it was already downhill so it went faster and then I crashed into my friend and she like almost fell over like a metal a metal pole like a metal you know the things you hold on to the metal railings and she was like oh my god oh my god I almost almost died or whatever and then like the guy came up he's like is everything okay and I was like yeah but I kind of stopped laughing but my friend literally almost fell over the railing and it was a fantastic sight to see so well, she's all right. You know, if she got hurt, then it wouldn't have been a fanta- fantastic sight. But it was a fantastic sight because she was just a little, you know, razzled from that. But then she was fine and it was hilarious. So I remember that trip, I showed them the area because I was watching the show at the time. And we drove to the area and they literally own a whole, like, part of Florida. Like, a few, like, maybe, like, five or six blocks. It's all Scientology workplaces and they own everything over there and we were driving by by slowly and I was showing them oh this is that this is this is on the show this is where they do this this is where I do that and we so keep that in mind and then we went back to Florida like two or three years later because we went to Miami Ultra which is which is an EDM festival and it's like one of it's like the biggest one in the United States they have like 70,000 people there and it's fantastic we had a ball and that those are stories for another time but I have a lot of stories from that time so I remember we were walking in this downtown part of Florida area and this guy was giving out these lanyards that said Uber on it and he was like hey guys we're having a a secret Tiesto show to promote him going up tomorrow to get everybody excited he's going to be performing at a secret location so here's your Uber pass and you follow this address on the back and then like I thought it was like I I thought it was legit right away because I said Uber on it and like if something says the company on it it's usually legit like don't 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 take that you know for every situation sometimes you know somebody could say they're working for somebody else and they don't but I thoroughly believed it because it was a 
it was a like really well-made lanyard so i was like uber definitely made this you know scientology didn't make this so i grabbed one and then me and my friends like my friends grabbed some too grabbed the pass and then they were terrified they were like oh my god mary like this would be the perfect way to get us in a in an unknown building in a secret location what if it's not tiesto what if he's not there what if it's scientologist what if they're trying to kidnap us and then like because we were scarred from the from the previous time you know we like they really try to wrestle us in there and i was like no guys like I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not but i was like i was confident it wasn't but in the back of my mind i was like wow like if scientologists wanted to get people in a room this is how they would do it because the festival's happening and i was like walking in there blindly like they said free food again so i was i was in there like even if there was even if it was scientology like i would have been in there so we were walking over and we went in and we were still like really tentative about it and then we saw other people walking in and we just walked in and they were giving like free tiesto bags out and then there was a bunch of free food and they were giving away free alcohol like what what i don't even think they they did check our ids yes when we walked in and then tiesto came out tiesto came out and performed like an hour show so like we thought we were being kidnapped by scientologists and we ended up seeing tiesto live up front and he only took a picture with one person and it was me i was like tiesto tiesto and he ran up to me and he took a picture it's blurry like we look like two potatoes but it was a fantastic time and my last topic is sugar daddies like how many times how many times am i gonna get a friend request or a message from a sugar daddy i don't want it i don't want to be your sugar baby does it say in my bio that i want to be a sugar baby no i don't want you to pay my rent i don't have rent i don't want you to pay for my house i don't want you to pay for my car i don't want you to to pay for my plane flight and it's like i literally get these all the time and i look at these guys profiles and it's like i will give you and it's like definitely it's like spaced out wrong and it says like i will give you four thousand it's like four four dot zero zero k it's like ridiculous a week to be my sugar baby it's like the grammar is weird and i look at the photos and they're like they're like blurry stock photos like who are you and why do you want to be my sugar daddy i do remember in high school though i would tell people like if i'm gonna be a sugar baby ever it's gonna be with a mormon because with them it's no sex until marriage so then they would just be paying me to be a friend and I remember I would advise people in high school, like, if you're going to be a sugar baby, be a sugar baby with a Mormon. Like, who was I telling people that information? And probably not all Mormons are the same when it comes to that. So you know what? If a Mormon wants you to be their sugar baby, don't do it because I said so. Because I don't know who that Mormon is. But in high school, that's what I would tell people. So take my advice or don't. All I know is that sugar daddy in Spanish is azúcar de papa. Well, I think that was a long enough long enough pause. So I hope you soaked in that information. And thank you so much for tuning in to the third episode of Misadventures with Mary Grace. I am beyond excited to have these two episodes come out so close to one another. Remember, I love you always, cousins. Cousin, cousin. Cousins, plurals, kazai, like wapis, wapai. So thank you so much for tuning in. 
I appreciate it. My socials are Misadventures Podcast Instagram. It's just Misadventures Podcast. Uh, my Instagram, my personal Instagram is Mary Grace Zapran, C Z A P R A N. My Twitter is Mary G Zapran. My YouTube, my personal YouTube is just Mary Grace Zapran. And if you want to listen to the podcast on YouTube, it is Misadventures with Mary Grace on YouTube. You could type in podcast. It might come up that way too. But was that the dog? But yeah, so check them all out. Message me. DM me. If you're a sugar daddy, don't DM me. But if you have questions, you have feedback, let your girl know. I would love to hear it. Thank you for tuning in and I can't wait for next week. Have a great weekend. Love you guys. (laughs) 